So now similar to the way a person exists in this world, uh, that he has a body and a soul uh, as a peer, uh, the iris and kalim, very similar to this exists the neshama in the higher elements where it goes through the same system of having Uris and Kalim. So, so to speak, there's uh, similar to what we have Chachma and, and Midas down here. It also has Chachma Midas up there. And it, there's Kalim, Ruch Nistika Kalim, uh, for where that Neshama to, to have, a, have some sort of existence in a Ruch Nistika way. Uh, the Neshama is born all neshamas are born in Malchus of Atzilus. It's a place called Guf, and all neshamas come from there. And the original rays of light, where the neshama comes from, to be processed in the the womb, so to speak, of Malchus of, of, of Atzilus, uh, comes from Chochma, the higher the higher part of Atzilus. Chochma of Atzilus, a place called Sadik Elyon, and we say that that uh, the initial etzim of the neshama. Uh, would come from, let's say, Chachma Vatsilos, and then the Spashas of the Neshama, perhaps they're talking about the uh, the way you have you know, the Midas and, and Chabad of the Neshama come from uh, Bina of, of Atsilos, and they make their way down into Malchus of Atsilos, and over there uh, begins a process of conception, and then eventually where it gives birth to the Neshama, and so on and so forth, similar to the way in the, a, a, a physical person is born in this world uh, where there's different stages of how much of the neshama can come into the body. Uh, so we know that when a person is a, a fetus, uh, so it doesn't have any uh, anything close to the amount of energy that a person has when they're walking around and they're a full-grown uh, human being. Uh, there's even a difference between the way the baby comes out of the womb to the way the baby was before. It, it starts to grow outside of the uh, outside of the womb, and uh, the more that uh, the baby eats, the more light from the neshama could come in uh, to to its its physical body. And we say that the neshama uh, and the body sort of merge as one one unit. So let's say the light that comes into the to the baby's arm uh, is one with the kalim of of the baby with the arm itself. So the physical and the spiritual unite together because of where they originally come from in, in their source, uh, where we say that even as a, as a fetus, that the, the neshama and the goof um, merge together as one, and they became they come like one unit, it's inseparable. When a person moves their hand, they don't feel like it's the physical part, they're only the spiritual part, they're both one and the same unit. Or you, you, know, you, you can't uh, differentiate between the two. Um, but still in all, a person has a very limited amount of energy that comes in uh, uh, to them when they're still as a fetus. Uh, we say it's on a very chitzonistical level. So the side, the, the light, the air is chitzonist, the neshama is chitzonist, and side, the goof is on a very uh, small chitzonistical level. Um, later on, when a person starts to eat, and they come out and they, they in, into this world, uh, that food causes that from the neshama should spread forth into the body uh, in a much more powerful way, the energy that, that you need in order to move around. So 
there's nothing new that's happening here with the energy that comes from the neshama into the into the into the body uh, because of food that a person's eating. Uh, in fact, we say that what's actually happening is is that there's the the neshama wants to continuously um, stay in the body if it has food to stay in. So if the keli gets disturbed, the person doesn't eat enough. Uh, the neshama will slowly float away, and because the neshama is slowly, slowly floating away, the the body gets corrupted. So it's no longer a proper keli uh, for the neshama to sit in it. So it's sort of like uh, a a, um, a continuous loop, if you will, of what happens when the neshama uh, doesn't have a, a way to sit in the body because it doesn't have food, and then. There no longer is a, is a befitting keli because it's 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 corroded. It doesn't have any food in it, and then the shama leaves, uh, and then you have to keep eating. So it's a continuous process. Uh, that it's a continuous work uh, to keep the the soul inside of the body. Um, but there's different forms of energy that that the body has. So when a person's sleeping, there's a lower form of, of energy. Uh, then when a person's awake or when a person's inside the womb is very different than when they're they're outside the womb. So, um, but it's still on a chitzonistic level until the person starts to eat food. So it's not like there's a new form of energy that comes down um, that powers a person up. It's just the original energy that was created when the soul and the body were created together um, back when the person you know was in, it was a fetus. It, it allows for more transfer of energy to come from the neshama into the body when a person eats. So it allows for the pnimius of the neshama to come into the pnimius aguf, or we say even the etzim of the neshama to slowly make its way and flow into the body. Now, the more a person grows, uh, so you're constantly eating day after day after day, there's additional flowing of energy from the neshama or Another example might be is if a person becomes a master craftsman at all kinds of different things. So the more the person trains themselves as they go on their day-to-day life and let's say they're doing different, you know, odd jobs, the handiwork, whatever it is that the person is becoming a master in, uh, there'll be a, a, a drip flow of experience, of, of more energy, the skill sets that the person learns as they, they they go on day to day. That's coming from the neshama. So this is a revelation from the etzim neshama that's slowly making its way into the person. Similarly, we'll say the same thing when a person, if a person spends time learning their whole life. So the 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 same concept is a a drip flow effect of a constant flow of of new skills and new uh, information, new energy that comes from the neshama into the person. We say. Who's considered a, 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 a zokin is, is someone that was acquiring wisdom the whole life. So, which at, at fine, the final days of a person's life, they have this slamus of the neshama fully expressing throughout their life, day in, day out. Uh, like we say every day that the person does mitzvahs, they make more levushim for the neshama. And you don't want to miss out on any one of these levushim because it affects the, the way the neshama experiences get like when it goes into the next world. Whether it has this levush and it's not missing anything, we say by Avramavinu, he's Baba Yamim, every single day was a day. So this whole concept of of um, allowing the neshama to slowly express itself uh, in in the uh, body 
exists very similar to the way the neshama uh, exists in a spiritual state. It means not only do we have this whole concept of growth and energy uh, levels when it comes to a physical body, we have this also on a more spiritual plane, the way the neshama is uh, lamayla. Uh, another example that's that's given as far as getting the flow of, of energy going is if a person gives tzedakah, whatever they do as a chesed to help another person, they're by practicing and 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 having movement in that field, expressing that that chesed, they're causing new light to come from the neshama, from that neshama to flow into their into their heart. So they're expanding uh, the state of chesed that they have by giving new iris into the kalim. Um So, mean to say, the more a person learns Torah, the more mitzvahs a person does, they're actually growing their skill set of, of, of energy that exists in this world, whether in moichin or midis or in, the, in, in, in chesed, whatever, whatever it is that they're growing in, uh, the, way, the way we're explaining it until now. Now, this concept also exists in the higher world. We said the neshama uh, is born inside machos of, of Atzilus. And as a, as a fetus, so to speak, on a ruchnistika level, it's limited in how it experiences alikus. We say that uh, it's, it's sort of missing uh, and it only has nehim, it has a final uh, step. It sort of has Avanira from just doing mitzvahs, maizis, bolvad, what we would translate in our world, but that's the way the neshama exists as a fetus when it's still in malchus of, of atzilus. It has this aruchnizdika guf, aruchnizdika neshama that's similar to what we we have down here. Well, obviously, a copy of it. You know, we flu- we we come from it. It's powering us the way we are down here, and. There's a difference in energies of, 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 of the way it is before it's given birth to, to, uh, to after. We say that when Mashiach comes, it's as if uh, there's a, a, uh, a birthing that's happening uh, where the neshama is sort of able to, just like a, a fetus comes into this world, it's able to open up its eyes and, and, and uh, it, could, it could hear and could you know, think and, and eventually you know, run around. Um, similarly, the, the neshama experiencing that birth, lamayla, uh, when Mashiach comes, is on the same concept where you're, until that point, it was sort of in a, in a, in a sort of a comatose state, almost like a fetus, where it's it's not, it's processing, but on a very very uh, small level of energy, on a chitzonistic way, and then it's sort of able to come alive and hear and see. So we say you're able to, to see the Ebeshter, the way the Ebeshter powers up this world. Um, Shiach comes, so it's not the middle writes in, in, in this Maimar Teres Chaim the Tzava that it's 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 not a big pella that we're going to be able to see because we're going to become alive and come uh, like awake from our our our, our uh, sort of this this state of being a fetus. Um, now, besides for this whole concept, when a person down here learns Torah, he. Mitlaber writes in, in Parshish Maimoram that he awakens the way the Neshama is Lamaila and Atsilas. Person the, the Neshama wakes up. Um and 
the the Torah you learn down here is like a mazin. It's like a it's like it's the same way. It's it's a sustenance to the person down here. Beruchnis. It's also and even begashmiyas. The Fidikah writes that that if a person watches someone learning Torah, they can get full from this. You could push it eat. Let's say a person normally eats uh, a half a loaf of bread. They would only have to eat a quarter of a loaf of bread just from watching someone learn Torah. So it has an effect in a physical uh, sense that it charges you with energy to learn Torah and even on a peripheral sense of watching someone learning Torah, anyway. So, not just the person is powering himself down here when he learns Torah, he's also powering his neshama the way it is Lamaila and its source, and Atsilas. And he wakes up the neshama over there to be able to experience more morally kus. Because what's really happening is, if we say down here, the person is coming one with David and learning Torah, so Kalsh came up there, he's experiencing the light that's coming in from Atmos Alein, that's the new light that comes into to, to the spheres of Atzilus, the Nisham up there is experiencing that light. It, it, it's, a, it's awake. We say in general that if a person, the more a person is involved uh, with with things that are taivish in this world, so you may not feel it in this world, but the Nishama experiences a, a blemish the way it is in its source, in Atzilus, and it, it's, it, it sort of has to clean itself. So we say that's the whole process of, of Gehenim and uh, the Naradinur is all about. It's not that shot to cause a person punishment, but to, to clean what the Neshama caused uh, blemishes and, and stains from Tivus in this world. So even things that may appear as like Mutter, but at the end of the day, it's, it has association with, with Klippus Noiga and it, 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 it can contaminate a person. This is a favor that they're cleaning off the Neshama. Um, but this whole concept of a person uh, feeling asleep or in a comatose state or like as a fetus where the energy levels are very, very low, think of like a battery. You know, you don't want that, that battery to, 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 to lose its charge. And sometimes the battery, they, they say, if you don't keep charging it in, eventually it will completely die out. It won't have any, any uh, liquid in it. So God forbid we refer to the concept of the neshama. He says you don't want that that that, that its battery should, should should die out. The words in the Maimon is just that a person shouldn't um, feel that the, the koyach becomes weakened, and God forbid its light should not be put out. With this, that a person's not learning Torah, uh, 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 giving himself sustenance, not just in this world, but also what's going on in Atzilus. Uh, simultaneously, you're powering up your neshama. To, to be awake and and, 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 and full of energy. Uh, so something very, very, very powerful that with what a person could able to accomplish, knowing that what's going on in, 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 the, in the higher elements while a person is learning down here, that you're powering up, you know, what's up there. The, elsewhere in my marm, by, by, in Parshish Mitzvah, it talks this concept that a, a malach is not capable of, of doing this sort of feat of, of processing the mozin of Torah. So the same way we could process, in a physical sense, we could process uh, uh, physical food. We could also process spiritual food. We could process Torah as food. And um, it affects us down here. It affects us, our Shosh Neshama up there. Malach can't do either one of these two things. There is a concept of Malach in processing. Uh, we say that like uh, heavenly intestines, the, the way... The way um, in order for, for the, the light to, to be processed on its way up and also on its way down, it sort of gets refined. It goes through different stages of malachim, higher and higher and higher, and 
Till goes in heavily mizbeach and and atzilus when a person davens or whatever person's offerings a sacrifice to go up, so the malach sort of refines it. Um, we say by Avram Avinu that when he gave to the malachim tachas uh, it says by yechelu they ate, but there was no there was no drinking over there because in a way the malachim weren't processing the way we process uh, a food um, or even the way we process Torah. They can't do either one of the two, so they didn't need the the. the the drinking in order to quiet down the stomach. Like the Ramam talks about cold water. When the person eats, they, 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 their, their body becomes like a little bit of a furnace to break down the food in their stomach. By, by Avram Avinu, they didn't have, he didn't have to do that for the Malachim because they don't process food the same way a human being processes food. So there's no reason to drink. It's just a side for it that, that comes from that Maimon and the Parshish. But uh, it's an unbelievable thing that a person could learn down here and at the same time, wake up as Sheresh Hashem up there, and uh, it's unbelievable. And you, you're merging yourself one with the Abishter, and especially all the mitzvahs a person does in this world. They're constantly exposing the goof, whether in a Ruchnis the way, in a Gashmis the way, to more like us from the Etzim of the Neshama. Unbelievable.